Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another ex exchange. Welcome to another episode of the Design Exchange with Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliott. Unfortunately, Melinda's not here tonight, so I have a special guest. It's almost like it is a happy hour episode with us. I have my amazing hairstylist, friend, and confidant, and we've known each other for oh God, I don't know, well, probably like ten years, but. I'm with Garrett Gillette. Garrett, introduce yourself. What's going on? Hey, it's great to be here tonight, Danny. Yeah. Um, excited to talk. Yeah. I love your voice. It's so deep. <laughs> it's like you've smoked 10 packs of cigarettes every day. If only. So, yeah. Tell us. We're going to talk about hair. So, Garrett is one of my favorite hairstylists, hairstylists in Columbus. He's done my hair since way back when. I met him when he first moved here back in... When did you move here? Oh, God. Um, early 2000s, probably. Yeah. Um, I moved here in 2003. And I went to somebody else, but we had always known each other. And you were always working at that salon. We won't say the name. No. <laughs> and then you've gone so far. Like, I was working, I was working as a designer up at Polaris at a place and you had left the salon you were at and you ended up being right next to me and I'd come over and just chill with you. It's a journey how, how life has always brought us back together. It's, I know, right? It's it's, orga it's an organic journey. Very much. And you never know. The universe brings people into your life, pushes them out, and you go through you go through a lot. Right? Oh, definitely. It's, it's amazing. It's those people that uh, are there through you with, with all the ups and downs of all of, all of the things that life is. Yeah, and you've been doing hair for how many years? Um, about 13 years now, yeah. Yeah, the salon he used to be at, um, they have styling levels, and I think the levels went from, like, junior, senior, master, and I've always called Garrett a wizard. I'm like, he's on the wizarding level. He's like the Harry Potter of hair. And as you know, Harry Potter, he's like the expert, blah, blah, blah. Hashtag Harry. <laughs> Yeah, but every time I've gone to you, my hair's always been so amazing, and I've gotten to other people, and it's just, I'm just not happy with it. But you, you've done a lot of education. You're on your own now. You're at Salon Lofts in Grandview, right? Yeah, I am, yes. Yeah, people can find you. Do you have a website? Yeah, it's uh, Salon Lofts in Grandview, actually. Um, I'm the only one without a picture. <laughs> like to be... Because uh, you're, you're really busy. Every time I stop in, you're completely booked. And well, I, I know a lot of your clients. I love coming in there and just chilling, having wine. Yeah, it's always a party happy hour. Yeah, and I've helped you design a couple of your spaces. You've went from the, uh, the, the, the Polaris location down to the Grandview location. You have amazing taste. I wouldn't be anywhere without you guiding my a, um, decorative taste. I oh, mean, please. I, you have very good taste. Well, Gilded Grandma would, would, <laughs> would run wild you without have a, you. You are the first and only client that ordered a sofa from me in pink, sight unseen. And I'm like, are we really doing this? He didn't want a fabric swatch. He was like, can I have that? I'm like, yeah. And we got him a Chesterfield sofa. It's actually called the Mrs. Chesterfield from one of my vendors. And it came, we customized it. It looks completely amazing. He's been so easy to work with because he trusts my vision, but I always trust his vision and hair. And hair, hair and design, hair and interior design almost go hand in hand because there's all kinds of elements to hairdressing that I never knew about. Like you've taken classes on hair architecture. 
Correct. And that's, tell, us, tell us about that. Tell I me mean, about that. I mean, it's, it's much like building a house. Um, it's interesting, people texturizing is such an important factor, and especially in thin hair. People that have fine textured hair are so afraid to see weight or any length removed from there. But if you think about um, building a house, you need shorter, you need things to hold up the long, tall things, such as the walls. So texture really creates um, the movement in the body in any hair that, that yeah, everyone wants. It's, I mean, it is art. Um, and when you cut hair, like when you design a piece of art, you always have to think backwards. Like you have to think, like it's not just, you don't just cut it. You have to start with the undercutting. Like, how gotta watch is it, it move how's and it, live. How are you going to shape it? How is this going to be? That's what we do a lot within design as well. And I'm always amazed watching your clients when they come in and watching them leave. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I've seen them go from like multicolor, different colors. It doesn't work. And when they leave there, I'm like, holy fuck. Everybody looks, when they walk out of your salon, they, they look like runway ready. Like they should. Yeah. So where did you, like I said, I call you a wizard of hair. I've gone other places. I just get a basic haircut and it looks basically basic. That, that always bothers me. I don't know. What's the difference between a barber and well, an actual hair, well, hairdresser? Well, Danny, I think... I think it all comes down to what makes anything different than something else, and that is the desire and what makes you tick. And what inspires me is making people feel great about themselves. So listening to what someone is feeling and needing is exactly what needs to happen. Oh, you're a good listener. Yeah. I've seen you, like, you listen, and you're, my God. I think you listen better than me, but I listen to my clients. I, I'm in the same situation. Like, I listen to people, and I communicate what they want to me. When they come in and tell me, oh, I want my house to look like this, I'm like, um, but my budget's $5,000. Well, no. Like, I feel like when people go into a hairdresser, they're like, oh, I want to look like this person. I want to look like Cameron Diaz. You're not a fucking plastic surgeon. Well, but, but everyone has their box, you know? Just, just like the clients you work with, they... They're expecting something, but it's all within their realm. And everyone's realm, it's important to know what, what your boundaries and your perimeters are. Yeah. Do, they, do, you, do you find your clients know that? Or do you, have to, do you spend a lot of time teaching them? That? No, I, I learn them. So, you know, someone may say, I, I need something totally different. And most of my clients are like myself. And what I would say is, oh, my God, you know, I look insane chop it off, let's do something crazy. When in reality, I actually just want a millimeter trimmed off my hair. I think that's, that's perfect, I'm happy, I need that. And so I think understanding what everyone's version of I need something totally different is, yeah. is what makes it perfect. Yeah, when I have that, I mean, people never give me a budget. They're like, oh, I want something completely different, but I don't know what I want. Well, you and I are like that. We don't talk numbers. I don't. I don't understand it. It's not for me. I I do everything. I'm very budget conscious. Well, as am I. I Just you know, the conversation shouldn't be about that. It should be about how can I make you feel, and what do I need to do to get you where you need to be to feel amazing today. Yeah, I always feel great when I leave my haircuts with you. Um, Going to other hairstylists, 
even other random shops. I'll just go to get my side trim. I'm a guy. My hair's short. I feel like anybody could cut it, but when I go to Garrett, it's like I I can't, I don't even have to do my hair when I get out of bed, and that's just amazing. Who but, doesn't want to be effortlessly sexual, really? <laughs> It's my jeans and my Botox and my Born filler. Um, but yeah, tell me, tell us about, so you do a lot of the Brazilian bloats. And I remember when Brazilian bloats came out, one of my first design projects was a salon in the short north. And she only did curly hair and Brazilian bloats were a big thing. At first people were like hesitant to do them, but you do them a lot and they look amazing. Every time you do it, I feel like just when I come in to visit, I feel like I can repeat the verbiage that you use to educate somebody about a Brazilian blowout. But when your clients leave, they look like they can be on the news. Like they look runway ready. Well, tell us, like, how to, what, tell us about the Brazilian blowout. I mean, the Brazilian like, blowout definitely makes the look that I give everybody when they leave attainable for them on a day to day basis. And why is that? Well, because your hair is made of 88% keratin. So what the Brazilian blowout is... Wait, is go back. What's keratin? keratin? Your hair is made of 88% keratin. That's the natural makeup of your hair. It's a protein. Um, so when you're infusing those natural elements back into the hair, it's making its most natural and amazing self. Um, women who especially have a lot of natural gray, um, it, it's a lack of vitamins and nutrients. So people that, that are there certainly notice that their hair is back to what they felt like in their 20s. It looks shiny, healthy, happy. And Oh, my God, all your women look, when they leave, they look bouncy. Like I mean, the women, moves. but don't get me started on the men because... That's what you're saying. Brazilian blowout. I have a larger demographic of men getting Brazilian blowouts than women. Um, really? Because men don't want to spend the time to do their hair. And do I need a Brazilian blowout? I mean, Jenny, everyone can have a Brazilian <laughs> blowout, but what, especially someone with a texture to their hair, like a natural wave, a curl pattern. I mean, people that would have to blow their hair out straight every day to have length on the top of their head are able to then just air dry or, or hit it with a little bit of heat, um, let alone men that decide to have a little bit of length all over. I mean, tucked behind the ears, it it makes it easy to throw some product in and get out the door. We have a lot of women listeners, not many men, but men's hair. Well, women have husbands and they have (laughs) friends that are men. (laughs) But do you, you do, do you, you don't do a lot. What's your percentage for men versus women? Um, I would say about uh, 65, 35, 70, 30, yeah. majority women. I've seen your men's, um, but they, all look, they always look amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy the men. I enjoy the men. It breaks up the... Uh, Monotony? Uh, yeah, the, the content of the day, you might say. Yeah, I love coming in and visiting you. And we did, we've ordered stuff for your house, for your salon. Oh, Definitely design-wise, but I'm always amazed when I see girls sitting in your chair and they come in, and then when they leave, I'm like, oh my god, he killed that. And you do a lot of coloring. The mirror that you got, the faces it's seen. I mean, the mirror that is in my space is (laughs) courtesy... That mirror should have its own TV show. It's courtesy of DFR, and that speaks to the integrity of the man that DFR is. (laughs) And... I'll no, I say, did it for you. Much like you, I determine what my client needs. If mirrors could talk. <laughs> my God. We Thank should... God they cannot. <laughs> yeah, but no, all your clients are fun. There's so much 
when I come in, I'll stop in and visit Garrett randomly on a Wednesday, Tuesday, whenever. And I end up, I know all of his clients and they're all just great girls. And when I see them getting their hair cut, I'm like, oh my God, like they walk out and they literally look so good. I mean, it's a part of the normal report to say, so what's happening with Danny? Um, <laughs> right. I, I've seen social media. Um, what, what's the inside details? And I, I tell most of them. God. Not, naturally, not all. I think I need to have you sign a non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> no, we've had so much fun uh, seeing the, just seeing your clients, knowing them. Hopefully you can tell them you're on my podcast and they can listen to it. I mean, it's a lifestyle. It's an adventure. It's... Yeah, you are a lifestyle. But to, so people think, what's the average price for a woman's haircut? Like, you get what you pay for, much like design, much like with furniture. People in my business are like, oh, I found this on Wayfair. I found this for this. I found a sofa, and the sofa was $400. A $400 sofa is going to fall apart in two years. Not, not even two years. It may fall, probably fall apart in six months. But, I mean, what, like for a haircut? I think it comes back to the experience. I mean, if you don't want to talk about it and you don't feel good while doing it and after receiving it, then why are you going to do it? I wouldn't feel good about ordering a Wayfair sofa for $400 and I wouldn't feel good sitting upon it. So, well, you're one of my clients as well, and you're one of the only clients that has ordered a sofa from me sight unseen without even a freaking fabric swatch, and it turned out amazing. And you gave me a budget. You were like, I only want to spend this. I'm like, well, for that price, we can only get this. And I think we, I think we kind of killed it. With I think sofa. we achieved. Oh, we definitely achieved that. It, it looks amazing. It feels amazing. And it's definitely a conversation piece when people come over, which I think is important. And, yeah. And that then speaks to the experience, which is important. Have you had a good experience with me? I've had a great me? experience with you. <laughs> um, I love coming to you. We've gotten in fights. We've not talked. I don't even know why. But we've been friends, what, it's 10 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you have your episode. I've had a horrible hairstylist. Um, I won't say. Well, we won't talk about your urine hair color. Well, I could, I could talk about that. Well, we don't need no, to. No, I wanted to dye my it's hair a... gray. I wanted to dye my hair gray one time. I just wanted to be different. And I, my hair is very dark. So... She could not get my hair too gray, so I was a brassy blonde. And, and it really made my day, because I'll tell you, when I saw her prancing <laughs> down the street, I was like, I didn't do that. Hashtag, that's what you get. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just wanted to try to be different. At least well, I can say I tried it. I think maybe 2019 might be the year. No, I'm not telling you again. To be a silver skeeter. No, I love it. I am getting gray hairs. I don't think I need to have my hair yet. Hopefully. But anyway, we have dead air right now. We're working the warehouse, recording. Melinda's not here. But Melinda does say. have a hair appointment. I know. For <laughs> yes. a non disclosed time. Yeah. So, what else do you want to tell me? Tell me more about you. Tell me what got you involved in hair. What inspired you to go into hair? hair because I feel like I love that it's something anybody can go into but you have to have a real talent because not only you're not only do you do hair you have to do therapy and you're not only doing therapy you're talking to what eight eight 
uh, four to eight clients a day. Definitely. And you have to entertain them. You you have to be their um, well, I think it's a real therapist, and you're really good at that. Yeah, their therapist. <laughs> it's a real Reba McIntyre. Well, okay. you're really good. You're really good at you're really good at talking to people, acknowledging their problems or concerns, and people feel really comfortable with you. And I feel like that's a talent that not everybody has. Like you can go to another salon and get your hair cut by somebody, and you're sitting there for what, 45 to 60 minutes? And if your hairdresser's boring and not communicating with you, like, that's not a good experience. You're very interactive with your clients. Like, we're all friends. Like, I don't want clients that aren't my friends. And I I try to filter them out. How do you, what do you, how do you do that? Because I mean, all of your clients are just amazing. I, I've met most of them. I love them to death. I love watching them get transformed. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I think, I think the thing is that I've been there. I, I've been in almost every situation. What, what got me into hairdressing is growing up in a cornfield, A, um, that I went to a vocational school, actually, um, which means yeah. I, no, I know. Uh, went for during high school. I got my license to do hair before I even got my diploma. And I went into it thinking that this would be some way to work my way through college. But what I found once I started working with clients is that nothing's more amazing than being able to make someone feel great about themselves. Yeah, and is, it, is hair your passion? Hair is definitely my passion. Like, furniture is my passion. Like, me, I love the feeling when I walk into somebody's house and after I've done it, and they're like, I just love this. And I walk in, and I'm like, holy fuck, I did this. And I feel like that's your talent, too. And it's very rare that you find people that love their jobs. Do you love your job? I love my job. I mean, you spend the majority of your life doing it. You'd better love it. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine myself doing anything else but interior design, uh, furniture design. I just love, I love learning about it. I love educating on it. I just, it, it, that's my passion. It's I touching feel like that's why me and you are It's changing their lives. I mean, it's changing their lives. Yeah, but no, I feel like hair is your passion and you do it so well. And you do it on another level that some people consider it a job. Like, I don't consider my job an actual job. Do you? No, I get to go hang out with my friends and catch up with them and make them yeah. feel great every day. And we've made so many together. Even when I come over to see you, like, we've made so many good friends together. Just me coming out and hanging out with you. Well, even and you, like, well, something that I really value is the relationships that also my clients have... Um, found with each other. I've got so many guests that have now formed relationships of their own based off of being in the this, this salon experience. And, and, and more, more than not have been in the past two years since I've been out on my own. And it's been- You're really very... coming in your own. I'm so proud of you for that. I am so excited. Because I told you that way back when. I'm like, you need to be doing this. You need to be on your own. And you're That's finally true. on your own. Everyone but you can never push somebody. Like I, I was pushing you way back when. And I mean, as much you as have I to let somebody do it and realize that on their own. But I knew when I first met you that your passion was hair. Well, thank you. And, and as much as you know that's true, and even I did, it's it's all about timing. It's just oh, timing has to be the yeah. right moment. And exactly, it's an organic life process. Is so organic. Exactly. Um, People come in, and they leave, but when it's effortless, you know it's right. 
Yeah, and I don't, I love coming to work. Like, yeah, I mean, you're here at my warehouse and we're recording this randomly. I'm like, Garrett, we're doing a podcast together. And he's like, what? I'm not ready. This is your first <laughs> time on a podcast. He's like, it's what true. are we going to talk about? I'm like, don't worry, I'll guide you. I have talking points. But yeah, we're moving together. Where do you see yourself going in the future? Like, give us... I mean, I think so I, my, listener, my listeners are mainly designers, women, or future clients, and you can promote this on your stuff as well, but we're, you don't have to give de- details because we're, we're super I mean, I secret. I just think I, but I'm seeing myself promoting a, a lifestyle, which The is, lifestyle brand, and you have great products. Your products, you've changed products probably three times since I've known you on your true. own, and I absolutely love that. I, but I, I love the I love everything that you're doing because it's not you're not just doing it to sell shit. You're doing it because you believe in that product, and when that product you find a better product, you switch to that. That's what I love about you. It's true. I currently have three different brands, um, and they're all curated by you. You've tested truly, them, yeah, and I've seen I, you go through. I them. use them daily. Um, they're things I can't live without, and when I'm excited about them, I think that you can't live without them either. Yeah. And you're so cool. Like, Garrett, if you book an appointment with him, um, he'll give you a product until you just test it out and won't even charge you for it. But I'm like, no, take my money, take my money. But he really believes in his product lines. That's true, I know. And you, you literally only sell what you believe in. And that's what I do, too. I test out all my own product lines as well. Um, you've helped me test some shit. And... I don't know. I, I think. Well, I mean, seeing is believing, and and I love to touch something, feel something, experience something, and then and then I fall in love with it. And I know that everyone else will do that too when they touch and feel the things that I'm giving them. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's up in Gertrude's future? Where you don't have to give details. <laughs> Let's hold on. Where can, let's talk about your location. Right now you're in Salon Lofts in Grandview, right? Well, and I, and I love the Grandview location. Yeah, it's I amazing. It's convenient. That like being I central, my scooter there. No, I think being central in Columbus is important, especially with all of this weird driving and parking situations everywhere. Um, central location is amazing. Yeah, and, let's, go ahead. Um, I think that expansion is always important, and I think that growing and encouraging conversation and people feeling able to stop in and hang out. You know, oftentimes people stop in at my location yes. and it's a very tight Me. space. I stop in all and all. Not just you, Danny. There's more. There's good, more. Good, good. Um, sometimes, there's, sometimes there's up to five people inside my little tiny, um, you know, I know. Space. We need more space. And Let's talk about your design aesthetic. Yes. The Gilded Grandma, you might say. Yes. So tell me how that evolved, because I love that you love weird shit. Yeah. And it's not stuff I would typically do. And you've shopped with me. We got you a coffee table. We got you the Mrs. Chesterfield An entire sofa. living room. I mean, let's get real. Yeah. But we got you some great stuff. You got some lamps. And you're really, you really like um, engaging the client experience when they're in your space. You offer them... You offer them drinks, you have coffee, and when people are in your space, I feel like they want to be there. 
like it's not an uh, sterile environment where you're like, oh, I'm just sitting in the waiting room. Like when I come in, I feel like whoever's either waiting, I'll just stop in randomly, but whoever's waiting or the person in the chair, I feel like they're friends and they've been friends for years. How do you, how do you cultivate that culture in your salon? It's nearly unreplicatable. I mean, I think it's from a genuine desire to understand people and have a conversation with them. I, what I enjoy, and you're so engaging with them. I genuinely And your enjoy. other clients love meeting the other clients. It's, it's true. just such a, it's such when you go, when you go to Garrett, you literally are just so engaged. You feel like you're, I've just met so many amazing people, book publishers, architects, uh, uh, bakers. I've just, I've met so many unique people there and I feel like when I talk to them, I'm so comfortable talking with them. I never feel uncomfortable when I come in there. I don't think any of your other clients feel uncomfortable and they always are like, oh, you're Danny. Hi, Danny. Like, well, Danny we've heard so much about you. <laughs> well, Danny, I'm so lucky to have so many smart, independent intellectual entrepreneurs in my chair. Yeah, and they, they come to you from hours away. It's true. My I have clients that come from Dallas, Texas, um, Charleston, West Virginia, it, it, and more. But Isn't Charleston in South Carolina? And there's another one in West Virginia. I don't know. We're yes. from My there. sister's in South Carolina, but there is one in West Virginia as well. Who can say? But it's Good amazing. Point. Yeah. Tell me more. Tell us about Pride Group. I mean, we have four minutes. And um, <laughs> what do you want to sell? Sell us something. So I bought this amazing clay spray the other day. What is it? It's a clay effect spray. It's basically like a pomade and a texturizing spray in a gel spray form. Yeah, that I told is, Fred, I'm like, you need to use this. It's honestly like straight proof. It's for every straight man. They can't fuck it up. And the gays can benefit from it as well. Yeah, um, if you've got short hair, you must have. No, it. I put it in my hair on Saturday. Yeah, I know. I, felt like I, I, looked I told you your hair looks good today, even though you're. I know. I didn't even do out. anything. I know. I can tell, but it still looks out. good. It looks good, even with those headphones on, dear. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, and that. So, and that. what's going on? But, what's going on, in Garrett's future? But we have three minutes to discuss Garrett's the, future. <laughs> What's in the future Garrett's for future Garrett is, What I would love to have is a... Uh, do you remember Friends when they go to the coffee shop? And I never watch Friends. Okay, well, most people have. And they go to the coffee shop and they sit around a conversation coffee table and have life talk. And that's, that's what I want to convey in my next space, my next experience in 2019, potentially 2020. Um, yeah. And no, 2020 is The conversation is where it's at. 2020 is going to be the year to do shit. It is. I think we both have big plans. Yeah. Um, up in order. But yeah. And I would like to create a conversation space for. I love that. My guests, my friends. And yeah. No, you already have that. And potential humans. I. I would like more. More. Yeah, you have the built-in. Hashtag more. Yeah. If you're following this, make sure you follow Garrett. What's your Instagram? Um, hair x Garrett. Spell it out for our, our <laughs> guest. Hair, H-A-I-R-X-G-A-R-R. And I tag him all the time. Hair by Gare. Exactly. Hair X Gare. 
And you can follow him on Facebook too, Garrett Gillette. But yeah, the best a man can get. <laughs> no, you're GG. I love your scissor logo. You have that tattoo on you somewhere, don't you? It's true. The scissors that I got hit with. You know, I like to run with scissors, and I like to never forget where I came from. Yeah, and where are you from, Garrett? Van Lu, Ohio. Van what? It's called Van Lu. Oftentimes called the hashtag Van Who. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about, but I think it's by Finley. It's north of Finley. There's like a mall south there. South of Finley, actually. Yeah, and I'm from a small There's a city small. as well. There's a small there. He's from a smaller city. How many people did you go to high school with? Didn't you say like 32 I graduated with 22 people in my high school class. A good K through 12, 297 in the building. Precious. Well... That's what it takes. Like, well, talent is undeniable. You learn you values, have, and you learn what's important, and you learn about yeah, building relationships. Yeah, we're like real people. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I know as how you to, know, I'm from Youngstown. I know how to bail hay if I have to. Are you serious? Yeah, I did it once. Shut up. Yeah, it was very hard. You bailed hay. Mm-hmm. You have to get a hook in your hand and get the bales out of the, the thing and stack them on the trailer. <laughs> That's very hard. So I'll put a link to Garrett in your in this um, podcast in the show notes. But definitely, if you're looking for a new hairdresser, men or women, how what's is it okay to ask pricing on here? What's men's pricing for a haircut? I think I'm quite reasonable with a men's cut at fifty dollars and a that's women's, so good. A women's at ninety. I think that yeah, no, that's really good. You need to raise your prices. But mm-hmm. I used to pay, when I went to him at his old salon, I think I was paying over 65 for a men's haircut, and it was totally worth it. Um, but it's all about, do you want that haircut? Do you want that style? Do you want to treat yourself to that? And do you not, de- you deserve that. The women, experience. Yeah, women's wise. Guys, you can get your Wayfair, haircut at a barber. Do you want Wafer or DFR fare? <laughs> and I always want DFR. Well, no, it's about the art and the creativity. And you are truly an artist. And like I said at the beginning of this, there's junior stylist, senior stylist, master stylist. Garrett is on the wizard level. And I've never gotten such a good cut than what I've gotten from Garrett. And I've never been disappointed. And I have a ton of friends that go there. But I just, I highly recommend it. He's so hard to get into. You can book online. How can they, Garrett, how can our fans book with you? Well, through Salon Lofts Grandview location um, is the easiest way. Um, My personal number is on there as well. And um, feel free to reach out either way. So, yeah, thanks for listening to this special episode of The Design Change with Danny Russo and Garrett Gillette. Melinda is off this week. So, (laughs) yeah. We'll be talking to you from the Home Garden Show soon. I love your hair, and I hope you win. Right, Garrett? Yes, queen. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a good night.